Hey, hey, this is Jeff from the Very Serious Hunting Podcast. Hey, hey, this is Grant from the Very Serious Hunting Podcast. And today we are in person, which is weird for us. Normally we do it via Zoom. So we are sitting in Jeff's truck looking at a field that has at least one pheasant in it. Yep. And yep. Uh, and no ducks. No ducks. <laughs> Not even close. Zero ducks where we are currently. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and we're sitting in the truck. Um, we've got a couple windows open if you hear shenanigans it's probably that um somebody driving by um we expect the the truck delivery with birds to be here pretty soon um if you know we're you know we're in one of the western washington pheasant access places um yeah so uh i've done zero zero prep yeah same um so should we say today's episode is brought to us by um hot ass trucks that i'm gonna have to Roll the windows down even more. 75 degree days in October for some stupid reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, kind of inappropriate weather. Um, so, I don't know, that. There's that. Um, I went hunting this morning. Went up to a place, uh, public access. I got there super early because I'm used to a weekend day. We're recording this on a Wednesday, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was very aggressive that I got there so early. It, I got there at four thinking that there would be like a race to the blinds. And I was the only duck hunter that I saw all day long. There was nobody at the other access point at that particular location. And then the, uh, the Samish unit, which has 13 or 14 blinds. I drove past there when I was done and there were three cars in the parking lot they all read the weather forecast yeah they, they knew not to show up they were probably just taking pictures of birds so yeah i'm trying to trying to look at the calendar and see what what else has been going on because i have everything written down um since since we last spoke uh rifle deer has opened and you uh you didn't go i, did I didn't go. either um god do we know anybody who went rifle deer hunting on opening day teddy Teddy, and no, they, yeah, yeah, they, they were out that weekend. Teddy and his wife went they deer hunting for the three or four days. I want to say. Oh, that's right. And uh, I do not believe that they were successful. And what what else opened that day? Duck, ducks, duck opened that day. Um, every year, poor planning on my wife's part, but my son's birthday is on the fourteenth of October, so his birthday coincides with right around opening duck and opening deer. Um, yep. and this year we were, we were going to go duck hunting on his birthday and do the whole shenanigans with the blind races and everything. And luckily one of our pro staffers, Brant said that he had a trip planned down to a little river on the Oregon and Washington border for coho. And if we wanted to go join him on that, we were more than welcome. So I hit my son up and I said, Hey, do you want to try and go catch a big fish? Or do you want to go see if we can get into a blind and possibly shoot a duck? And there was no question about it. He's like, let's go fishing. So that's what we did. Um, had a great time. Ben, awesome. Ben caught his first king ever on Saturday the 14th. And then it was a pretty ugly one. Uh, Brant calls them dragon kings. Oh. They're, all, they're all ugly, I guess. And then uh, he caught a nice, nice silver bright king on Sunday. So those are both his two biggest fish ever. And uh, he was pretty jazzed about it. So sweet. That's what we did instead of carrying shotguns around in eighty degree weather. 
Yeah, and uh, I, during opening weekend, I, I don't even have an archery deer, uh, rifle deer tag because I'm doing archery. So I went and looked at some ducks on a lake you can't duck hunt because I was uh, <laughs> I was camping with my family because uh, I'm headed to Montana at the end of the month. Were you fishing? Was I fishing? No, I didn't even fish. Sounds very productive. It was really nice, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we w- I walked down to the lake with the dog and took some pictures um, that no one will ever see, probably. I'm sure, I mean, like your family will see them. Yeah. Mm, Maybe. They were mid. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the, the big thing is, um, man, hunting season has fully kicked off here. Yes, yes, it has. Because it, it's... Uh, you're officially hunting now, which is nice. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Um, and I'm going to Montana soon, so that's why I was camping last weekend with my family to build up all the brownie points. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's here. It's here. We're, we'll, be, we'll be busy until January, and by then we'll be casually switching to ice fishing. Or maybe switch. You're going to be casually fishing. I'm going to be aggressively ice fishing this year. <laughs> Let's see. We're going to. Sp- we need to go and um, make a good plan to be on Fish Lake a bunch. Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's, it's, it's so close to us that it makes sense that. It's we, sad that we don't we go, go a lot. Yeah, we need to go way more. And Brant, Brant's close enough. I know he's usually working throughout the cold months, but he can make the trip up for a day or two just to get out there and fish something other than the salmon that he's used to catching. Yeah. Kill yeah. Um. So I've loaded my truck with all of my duck hunting stuff, which is usually where it remains until I either go to Costco yeah. and I have to unload it temporarily or we go ice fishing. Um, but I will be unloading it next Thursday or next Friday, next Wednesday, because directly after work on Thursday, which would be the... I don't know, the very end of October, I go over to King of the Reach. Oh, shit, you're doing that? Yeah. So I'm, I'm on Teddy and Andrea's team with the captain, Captain Jim, and we're going to do King of the Reach, which is a broodstock program for the hatchery over in one of the hatcheries over on the Columbia, and uh, it should be pretty good. We fish the Hanford Reach, and it's a live capture program. Uh, Teddy would do a much better job explaining this, but it's a live capture program. We keep all the fish, obviously, alive. And then the hatchery trucks and boats come and take them and take them right to the hatchery and... And spawn them. Spawn them out, yeah. And so they're caught live. I think you have to have a bubbler. Yeah, you have to have an aerated tank. In the right size of cooler Mm -hmm. um, to... And and it's basically you catch them and you run them up, isn't it? Um, Or do you keep them alive for a while? I think you keep them and they will come to you Mm. Or you run them up. I'm not 100% sure. That's why I'm not the captain. Uh, give us a full report. I will. I'm excited. I, it should be really fun because it's a lot of the catching, or hopefully a lot of the catching without all that you know, unnecessary icky blood. Oh, yeah, icky blood. <laughs> the, the, part, the part about turning that uh, animal into food. Right. Well, it'll be food, just not for me. Right. It'll be river food. Sweet. Yeah. Do you got any uh, big hunts planned or are you just going to be duck hunting? Duck, Locally. duck, duck. Um, I didn't do any sort of scouting or physical training for deer this year. Not like it's super physical, but I didn't do any scouting or make any plans. 
So it's just I'm going to be focusing on duck, and then I've been fishing a lot, like a lot, a lot. So yeah, you have. Um, I'm hoping to keep up with a little bit of that. I've got some steelhead aspirations this winter. Whoa. Yeah. And, Whoa. Uh, where are you going to do that? Well, you tell me off there. You tell me off. Just the river over here. Oh, here? Yeah. Interesting. Up further. And then uh, ice fishing. That's pretty much all I'm concerned about. Yeah. I have all my rods. I've got everything ready to go. I just need the water to get colder. Yeah. What are you changing up for ducks this year? Anything? Nope. Just running it? Just hoping for the best. Yeah. And what? so what do you have for decoys? I don't have the spreads that most guys have. I just have uh, six full bodies on the little... Little twi- twi- so they stands. move with the wind, and yep. um, I've got eighteen floaters. Okay, are they all mallards? They are a grab bag of different kind of ducks. Are they all different kinds of decoys? Different models of decoys too. Yep. Neat. So, but they're all rigged the same. They're out. They all have Texas rigs. Yeah, the Texas rig is the thing, and you're just you're gonna run that in your sled. My jet sled, um, which is the only way to do it, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And uh, what waders are you using this year? Same ones. I have the, the lacrosse waders because you and I both have gigantic feet. Yeah, so it was so the only many. one that I could find in 15s locally. Jeez. Yeah. So I'm running 10 year old Cabela's waders. Yep. And I need to get, I need to upgrade those eventually. But why? Because they keep working. Yeah. Mine have, I've developed, I learned this winter or this summer when fishing the Samish that I have leaks in mine. Oh, no. But. I have to, I thought I had them marked, and then I went to try and patch them yesterday, and I, I can't find the leaks. So Oh, no. That'll be a problem for future Grant. Yeah, you're going to just fill them up with water? and I did that, and I figured out where the leaks were, uh-huh. and I'm like, I'll totally remember where that goes. <sighs> nope. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah, and then I've got a dozen mallards, mallard floaters, and then half a dozen, what are they? Widgeon decoys. Just for a little variety, but they're not floaters. They're they're floaters. Oh, you don't? Do you have any full bodies? And then I've got a six pack of the um, the Northern Flight uh, full bodies. Okay, the flocked ones. Uh, n- no, maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't remember. It's been almost a year since I've seen them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I need got, to pull them out and clean them. I pulled everything out of the attic the other day, and I'm like, oh yeah, I have all this stuff. Cool. And I I still have that decoy trailer. That's what I keep all my shit in. <laughs> the and so trailer. I, it's, it's, there's shenanigans in there. So I need to go in and pull out what I'm going to use. I'm going to clean them up. I've got the smaller jet sled because that's what fits. Um, but I need to make sure that I've got good decoy bags because the Texas rigs, I want a decoy bag that I can throw in my boat. Yeah. Um, Do you want the, one of the separated ones? Or just one of the mesh ones that... Just one of the mesh yeah. that I could throw the... That I could take the whole six-pack of Texas rig. Yeah. Throw them in. Because that way, if, if I don't put them out, then they're kind of hidden in the bag. Right. The bag makes a big difference. Yeah. And so I've got the boat. Um, I don't know that I'm putting that blind on it yet. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and run it a little differently this year, but I do have a motor for it, and I'm coming right back out here, you know, in my free time. Oh, your free time, yeah. Yeah, I'm coming right back out here, and I'm gonna put in, and I'm gonna to skip to the one of those little spots. access points that we saw. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm going to pull the boat up and I'm going to cover it with, cause I have lots of shit to cover it up with. Yeah. And I'm just going to sit, I'm going to put my deeks out and I'm going to wait. And then uh, I'm going to pick everything up and come back home and not have spent any ammo. And not have to worry about cleaning ducks, which is always nice. <laughs> yeah, that's my whole duck plan. I don't have I don't have big duck plans this year. Are you doing any guided stuff this year? Yeah. Um, I've got... My brother-in-law hit me up, and he's like, Hey, I got the green light from your sister, and I want to capitalize on it. So he's going to come up from Southern California, and... I kind of weighed the options out. Where I live on Camino, there's a local guide that has a couple properties that he's leased in and around Stanwood and Skagit that he's running trips with. And so I kind of did the math, and it it's way cheaper to pay his prices than to go over to, like, Moses Lake or wherever. Oh, yeah, especially by the time you get we're, the Airbnb. Yeah, and... We're not dealing with gas. We're not dealing with you know, the drive time itself, not dealing with Airbnb, any of that. So it should be a nice trip. He's going to fly in on a Friday. We might try and do a short evening hunt that day or an afternoon hunt. Yeah. Just to kind of get his feet wet because he has never duck hunted before. Um, do the hunt on Saturday and hopefully clean birds on Sunday and yeah, vacuum seal him, send him home with him. Nice. So, and then my little brother is going to do that with us. And then our friend Norm is going to join us. Oh, Sweet. And we're staying at my parents' house on Camino. It'll be something else. And then um, this gentleman, I was, I've, I've spoken to him a couple times, and he's really nice, really easy to get along with, and he's he loves getting kids out. So I kind of mentioned to him when I was talking about this trip, about the trip that we had, our goose trip that was oh, supposed yeah. to be a duck trip that ended up being a goose trip that was a flop. Yep. And how disappointed my son was, and he goes, you know what? Bring him for free. So he's gonna bring he told me to bring ben on this four-man trip so ben will be the fifth uh for free so neat if ben gets his grades where they need to be he can totally go with us yeah yeah so and the fact that it's we don't have to get up at you know four o'clock three o'clock in the morning to go find a blind yep that alone for me is worth it especially knowing the kind of shenanigans we're going to get into the night before At least you're honest about it. Yep. So that's my guided duck hunt. But that's not until December. First weekend of December. Man. So we'll talk about that at our Christmas party. <laughs> Are we having a corporate party? Perhaps, sure. <laughs> we cool. Open bar as long as the uh, corporate card stays uh, active. Cool, cool, cool. We're, cool. we're going to have to get a corporate card. And... Yeah. Yeah. We, ha- we have no money. I'll have my accountant wife get on that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm not. I don't. I'm not doing any guided stuff. We're going over to my brother's place. Um, like I said, and that that's kind of why we're recording now, right? So that I can spend some time actually getting ready for that Montana trip. Um, we're. I'm heading over. It'll be the week of Halloween. I found out I'm attending a Halloween party. Congratulations. Um, and so I don't have to dress up. What if you just wear camo? I can do that. But, uh, yeah, so Halloween party, and other than that, like, we've got no plans. Should be a good week of just running around in the woods with my brother. Which oh, is... the Halloween party is in Montana. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you had to do a Halloween party here and then, like, drive over. No, 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 no. Nope. Uh, my brother hosts a 
so my brother lived outside of town for a while. And then, uh, sorry, a car just pulled in. We, we thought it might be the more birds truck, but it does not appear to be. Um, so my brother used to live outside of town and now he lives in town and all of the kids from outside of town come in and hang out at his house for a while. The kids and the parents. Right. Uh, before they all go trick-or-treating. Got it. And so, I don't know, I'll probably be the guy staying there answering the door. Like a weirdo? Like a weirdo. Um, how long are you going to be in Montana for? Uh, we'll call it a week, but I don't know the exact days. Is that including drive time? I think so. So, like I said, I don't know the exact days. I know, I know when I'm leaving. I know what prevents me from leaving. Is it your wife? <laughs> kind of. Um, <laughs> my in-laws are coming into town um, to provide cover for right. me being gone. And so my in-laws are coming into town on that Saturday. And they're go- coming into town at the same time that my kids have soccer. So when both of those things are accomplished, I'm headed. So you're going to leave uh, like at early noon-ish? You call it noon on Saturday. And just make the straight drive? I don't know. It's a long drive. That's 12 a- hours, right? Yeah. I, I kind of want to break it up. I don't know where to break it up other than Spokane. Spokane, Coeur d'Alene. So that'll probably be what I do. And then I'll be there Sunday through... I don't know. Until you tag out? Until your brother and you tag out? Yeah. We're looking at a spot that I'm like, man, if we go to this spot, you need to make sure you have your elk tag. Which so, he will probably have because they're Yeah, they're 15 bucks or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jeff, do you want an elk tag? Yeah, 1000 bucks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he'll he'll have one for sure. But that should be a good time. I don't know. Don't really have much to say about that yet. Do you have any new gear that you're going to be using? Boat motor. Yeah. I got a trolling motor, which is fantastic. Electric trolling motor. Electric trolling motor, so I can... Because that gives you access to... To more lakes. More lakes. More smaller lakes. Yeah. Yeah, more small lakes. Yeah. Um, And uh, no, I don't. I was thinking about stealing that kayak from you. You can do that might have to do that you can totally do that um because i think it'd be even easier to to deal with some of the places than the boat but i don't know how i'd haul decoys yeah that would pull them yeah probably float them in the jet sled you'd look like a mother duck with all the little (laughs) goslings behind it (laughs) just a long line yeah so yeah i don't i don't have anything new which is i guess not super weird well, it, I, oh. as I'm thinking about it, it's kind of nice that we don't have a bunch of new stuff to talk about because that means we're, we feel fairly dialed in. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm sure my, my CFO really appreciates. Yeah. But then back on the waiter talk, if I could find me a pair of size 14 Sitkas to try on, I might try and wedge my hooves in there. See how I feel about those. I can't. I cannot wear 14s. I probably can't either, but oh. I'd like to try. Yeah. I wish I could. Uh there's a whole saga about trying to get boots to fit me. And, like, where some people have options. Oh, have you tried this brand and this brand and this brand? No, I haven't. Because <laughs> they don't make them. 
they don't make them anywhere close to my size. And so, um, no, I haven't tried whatever boot you're suggesting because they, they just, they don't exist. Yeah. And so, um, I have really long, not narrow, but narrow feet. Like they, they sit normal width, but they're, they don't have any girth. My feet have no girth. My ankles have no girth. And so I lace those boots all the way down, and then I'm still flopping around in them. Bummer. And it's a pain in the ankle. I will say, if I end up with a new pair of waders, I will search to the ends of the earth for breathable waders, because I am sick of neoprene. Yeah? Yeah. You do the, and then just extra layers underneath as you need them? Yep. I've got my Sitka... Um, Waiter pants, my waiter liners, yeah. that are ridiculously warm, so that's what it'll be. But after this morning's little walk, you know, three quarters of a mile out to the blind and then yeah. three quarters of a mile back in, they were damp inside because it was so sweaty because it was 55 degrees when I left the truck this morning. So breathable waders, I think, are going to be the way to go. But the And a lot of the money goes into the zippers on them, right? Because mm-hmm. you still want to be waterproof, but a waterproof zipper is expensive to make, so. Yeah. Well, one that stays waterproof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... I guess those Sitka... The Sitka waders are pretty good. Yeah, Matt's got a pair, and he loves them. Yeah. So, What's that's... that guy doing? He's on a He was working somewhere. today. I asked him yesterday if he wants to go duck hunting. And he probably looked at the forecast like I should have and said, mm, nah. Yeah. That's all right. You know what? You get out when you get out. If you yeah. if you have real life and wife and kids and job and you can't let the weather forecast dictate when you go or you'll never go. Right. And so. sure, you might get the same amount of ducks, but at least you get out. Yep. So I was pretty. I was. It was good to get out this morning. I saw a killer sunrise and I even saw a double rainbow. All the way. No. Don't so be, Don't be silly. <laughs> <sighs> And, Ron, we don't have any new gear to talk about. We can talk about the Texas rig. Texas rig is a sliding decoy weight, so yep. that way it's always... It clips on. It clips onto your decoy, and then the, the weight slides down on, on like a four to six foot leader, basically. Right. And there's a weight that slides down, and then when you pick it up, it's got a loop on the end, and you grab all the loops, and you put them on a carabiner... And then the weight on that slides all the way down to the decoys. And so you lift them up by the carabiner with all the hooks, with all the the eyes on the end, and all the weights slide down. And you take that whole big bundle. I do six at a time. Yeah, I do too. I do six, and then you tie a big overhand knot in the cables so that everything's not flopping around super loose. And then you sling that over your shoulder, and away you walk. And... um, it's way better. You didn't ever probably even run the old like wrap around no. um, with the the flexible lead weights. The lead, the lead weights. Yeah, I used a your set like that for a while, and then I was like, this is not a thing for me. So that's when I I ordered everything on Amazon to make my own Texas rigs. Yeah, which was it, I I think I've made probably thirty or forty of them. Seems like overkill. Like just buy them. They're you, like thirty six bucks for a dozen, or you could buy all the equipment to make them for $35 and still have a bunch of the lead weights left over. That's funny. I'm usually the make it guy and yeah, I bought all my Texas rigs. Nope. It was way easier to just make them. I think even Justin's made a bunch of them 
with all my my little kit. Oh, okay. But yeah, if, if you're duck hunting and you're not Texas, you don't have your decoys Texas rigged. Oh, man, I think you should. And, and I, then I guess a good visual for it if you can't picture grabbing all all at the loop. It's like an upside down bouquet of ducks instead yeah. of flowers, and then you just tie the stems together in like a big overhand knot, so they all stay. You can grab six at a time out of the decoy bag, which helps a lot. Yep. And then are you running? Um, are you running spinners or uh, jerk rigs or anything like I that? I don't have a jerk rig. I've got the uh, decoy dancer, the whip splash, whiplash. Okay. Duck. So and so you pull the cord. Pull and... the cord, and there's I actually ordered new elastic for it yes Ooh. yesterday because it's all cracked. It's two seasons old, so um, I know it's gonna break eventually, and I'd like to have a spare set in my, little, in my little bag. So. Um, but it's essentially a piece of fishing line attached to a like a kite, an old kite handle. It's a kite handle with fishing line on yep. it, and then it's attached to a decoy that's out st- sitting on a stake somewhere out in your spread. And when you see ducks coming, you pull on this little kite handle, and it makes the wings flap on the the Pro- duck on the it, decoy. Yeah, it provides a little motion to catch the eye right. of the incoming ducks. And it's a, a black and white wing on the on the decoy itself so it really catches the eye um and we need that in washington because we are not allowed electronic yeah we can't decoys. Use and so you see if you watch duck hunters on youtube which i do occasionally they'll they'll sit there and they'll just turn on uh spinning wing decoys and water splashers mm-hmm. and so for us here in washington we can't use those so we use these it's just a, a pull cord and it's you pull on some sort of a bungee and so you pull it and it activates it and you let loose and it reactivates it. And so the spinning wing or, um, I use a jerk rig. Yeah. The jerk rig is a, it's like a boat anchor. You, you put it out on the boat anchor and you pull and you pull and release and it moves the ducks back and forth. Right. And, and you, so, you put a couple of ducks decoys on that, that yeah. line and the, the motion of them in the water will move the other decoys that surround it. So they all look like they're moving, which allegedly helps bring in ducks. Yeah. That, that's the hope. I, as it, I I think I've talked to you about this before. It seems like the best way to get ducks isn't to have the best decoys. And it isn't to have all the motion. It's to be on the X. Right. Which Find means, where the ducks are going to be. Yeah. Go where the ducks are going to be. You're not going to pull them... You're not going to pull large numbers of them um, if they don't want to be there. No, especially as the season gets later and later. Oh, yeah. As they get smarter. Yep. After they get been shot at a bunch of times, they go, hmm, not going to go over there. That looks a little suspect. Yep. So go, so seems like the best tool that I have seen for duck hunting is scouting. Or go with Matt. Yeah, but he goes where he's scouted. Right. And that that's it. It's like... If you can be there where the ducks are, when the ducks are, you can have duck soup. I don't know what this lady's doing. We're watching this oddly dressed female record herself walk up to a sign at this little release site here. Yeah, I can't tell if she's on selfie cam or not, but she's walking, which is fine. She's allowed to do that. We'll allow it, but... We can. We're. It's also a free country, and we're allowed to comment on on our podcast. <laughs> right. So, did she? Oh yeah. There's two of them. So anyway, 
What else do we need to cover? I don't know. I don't think there's that much. Might be just a short one today. Yeah. Yeah. We we haven't called anybody in. We have we have the equipment now that we if, if we do a uh, in person podcast we can actually call somebody in, which is pretty yeah. hot. So hopefully our sound quality is better than the Zoom stuff. I feel like it is. Uh, I feel like it could be. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see what happens. We also have some of these buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Do the other one. Do the other Which one. Which one? I don't know. That one. Yeah. That's a yeah. good one. Uh, so, yay. Hey, we did a great podcast today. So, uh, <laughs> but the nice thing is this is a actually a great mobile setup. Um, it's not like backpackable, but it, it's actually pretty portable. Um, so we can do good quality duck blind stuff. Um, we can do all sorts of stuff with it. We can hook four mics in, um, or three mics and a computer. Yeah. Um, so that'll be pretty hot. We can do, it'd be cool to do live from a, uh, a podcast from a ice hut too. Oh, obviously. I was looking at a couple of those this morning when I was sitting in the dark. Oh. An insulated one instead of my little duck, bl- my little deer blind. Yeah, the the duck blind only, uh, or the deer blind. So we we do use them as ice huts, just to, for multi purpose reasons. Yeah. But it it cuts the wind, but it it's not warm at all. No. So, um, it'd be nice to have. So, but and then we could podcast inside of there. Yeah, we could. You guys be able to hear the bell of the the line going off, and we'd have to fake that, but. Oh, that's why we have a lot of bells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I mean, how long have we going? We're right at 29. We cut it right at 30 minutes. And No, just joking. Um, all right. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, good luck on your uh, duck and fishing season yeah. there, Grant. And I know you're going to be successful in Montana. Should be good times. Yeah. Thank you. Well. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And... Uh, let us know how you're doing on your season and uh this comes out on november 1st so i hope oh, you yeah. all are hope yeah november Holy 1st shit nah. through october yeah wow so uh yeah everybody keep us posted we'll keep you posted follow us on the instagram follow us on the youtube yep and uh we'll uh we'll see you when we see you yeah all right bye mom bye jessica bye jill bye bye mom bye grandma <laughs>